Hey, yo, 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 we back at it again, Ray Ray's Podcast. We live from the ninth floor of Hello Studios, beautiful downtown Dallas. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your loved ones. Hope everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving. Hope, hopefully everyone has something to be thankful for. It's your boy, Ray. And Ray. And Allison. You know, we're all back again, you know, on this, you know, these Thanksgiving times, you know. It's, you know, time to get fat, get the sweet potato pie, the yams, <laughs> all out. Uh, we got a great episode planned for y'all today. A couple of amazing people we got in the building, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, make sure you know, you're liking and subscribing us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of our social media platforms. Make sure you're following us, all right? So we want to start the show off with those affirmations, those words of positivity. So, Ray, you ready? Yes, sir. Allison, you ready? Ready. All right, let's do this, all right? So all y'all watching this video or listening to the sound of my voice, just in case no one told you today, you're beautiful. You're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, hey, you're stronger than you think, you're gonna get through this. See, we're all glad you're alive here, don't give up, you know what I'm saying? Keep, keep, keep those positive words in your mind at all times, even though during the holidays, I know a lot of people get depressed because they don't have loved ones or anyone nobody, but you love, you may not even know it, but you love, alright, so keep those positive words, you know, you don't get through anything, alright, cool, we got that out the way, alright. Y'all ready to do do this episode? Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. So let me tell you who we got. Honestly, I think this guy may be tied for the most appearances on Ray Ray's podcast. <laughs> Never. <laughs> in my in my in my opinion, you know, we got the fam Louis the Singer back in the building. So everybody give some love to Louis the Singer. Whoa, whoa, what's up? Wait, what's up? Hold on, hold on. We get your lo- there we go. There we go. There we go. Your okay, okay. Your roses. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate you for coming back what's and rocking good, with us again. It's been. I think exactly a little bit over a year. Yeah. Since the last time you've been in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting, right? Interesting, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> right. Correct. Leave it at that. Uh, yeah. We're going to introduce another guest we have here a little bit in a little bit. But, For sure. You know, let's, let's get back into it, man. Glad to have you back. Like I said, it's been exactly a year since you've been back. You know, kind of update on what's been going on with Louis the Singer since the last time you've been on Ray Ray's podcast. Man, life. You know what I'm saying? Um, just growing up, man, finally, like, getting over everything. I mean, I think... You two gentlemen have known me for about a decade now. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the, you know, the young stuff, you know, the stories everybody heard about me and stuff like that, you know, it is what it is, you know. But I've decided to change, you know, my, my life's, you know, God's working through me, man. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird because I never sought out to be the guy to be the, to help out the homeboys and be like, bro, look, if I was to hit reset two years ago and we living like this, you can too. So, like, now that everything's been gone, I grew up. Put the boots on, you know what I'm saying? I just laid back, bro. And I almost didn't, it's not that I didn't want to do music. It was just like I didn't want to do music for the wrong reasons no more, you know? And I, everybody knew, you could tell, I was still involved in certain things, yeah. you know? And that that showed in in my things that I was getting back, you know, in relationships, in my life, in my financial ties. Like, everything was just coming back negative. And, you know, man gets tired of that shit, you know, in and out of jail and then prison and then my dad dying. This, this Everything was just like piling up on me, you know, all the homeboys, when I got home, you know, eight funerals since I've been home, been home two and a half years, you know what I'm saying, it's like, and none of this, and I, maybe, maybe one was COVID, everybody else, you know, this is part of that life, you know, so it's just like, I mean, when does a man finally be like, damn, you know what, I'm good, bro, I'm good, you know what I'm saying, and I, I hate to say it, but I should have said that a long time ago, even scan, you know, crazy, like every, everybody that's been around for the change, like, dude, I'm just... I wake up and get Starbucks now, and I go home, and I literally pay my, play my piano, I check on the kids, I do what I got to do for the music and stuff, handle stuff online, and then I go on about my day. Like, my life is honestly what I would what seven-year-old would have envisioned for me, you know? And it's like, yeah, you know, we did it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're on the way. This is crazy, but, you know? And we ain't got to be somebody else. Like, 
I'm not, I don't gotta wear all this extra shit, bro. Like you know, to be somebody else. Like I like talking about my stories, my songs, my music, and stuff like that. And not like just let it speak for itself. But it's like that's all I have. These are my. This is who I am. You know. So that's where we at, man. Man. So you know, notice. You know, we've noticed this switch. Uh, you started doing the country records, bro. Yeah. Uh, what made you do that switch, man? And do you still do other genres of music? Man, any genre that I like, yes, of course, and I'm still writing. And you know, shout out to my um, well, I can't really say his name, but he's gonna be on the voice soon. I just wrote his new three singles, and so like that, those are pop records, pop Spanish at that. And uh, so the open genre, it, 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 any genre thing is always gonna be available, but where it's at for me, per, like permanently, is country music because it's not even just country music, it's like country RB, country RB hip hop, like it's just new shit. I don't know what it is, you know, but I can tell you 44 million views in. It's something's going good, you know, and it's like I no longer have to have this shell of being create not creative. Um, I could talk about my dog, my mom, my brother, my whatever. So the first country song I did was "Glad I'm Home" when my dad died, and it was about him. He would say, "I'm glad I'm home," you know what I'm saying? Like he was an oil rigger, so he'd be come back, you know, truck driver before that. "Glad I'm Home" it was a thing. So I did a song about it. Everybody's like, "Man, you sound good doing country." I'm like, "Ah, no, you're good, you're good." You know, I just it was fun. You know, and I'm like, left it alone. Well, I went to prison, I had came home. And when I came home, I was dealing with his death because, you know, for me, it had been a couple months from everybody else, it had been two years. So I ended up doing a song about it called I Do It Anyway, but it was talking about me drinking it away, knowing that it wasn't gonna change nothing, but I do it anyway. But it was a Kane Brown vibe, and it went viral for me on TikTok. Why I didn't pursue it, I don't know. You know, so two million views on that video, and then ended up shooting my account up to like 140,000 followers at that time. And so I was like, wow, why, again, why I didn't pursue it, I don't. Don't know. Then of course I go through the breakup. Well, y'all knew me back then. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I was, and this is me being honest. And you know, you can never talk about. It's weird. You can never talk about things unless you're really finally over them. And I guess that's true because now it doesn't bother me. But I was a womanizer, lying piece of shit. That's just what it was. I wasn't ready for love. I was ready to have fun with this one and on to the next. That was it. So when I was ready to finally love. I assuming like every other dumb man, oh, I'm ready to love. I'm doing it right now. She's going to love me back. God's going to give me a good one. Bam, here. He said, oh, no, that's not how karma works, homeboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, what you mean? I'm, I'm in love. She in love. It's love. It's us. We're we good, right? God said, wapow, smite thee. And I'm like, damn. And he got me with every piece of karma that I used to be, you know? Yeah. And then the moment, yeah. it, it was literally the like opposite of everything I ever did. And it was my karma because the moment I... I, I wanted to just leave it alone. They play the victim. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you, karma's a real mug. You know, like a real mother. You know what I'm saying? So after I did that, I did a song about it, right? And what brought me to this conclusion, to answer your question wholly, it was pain that always brought me to country music. Real pain. And when I talked about it, boom. Wanda John was in the car with me, my, one of my engineers. Mm -hmm. We were on the phone. I posted a snippet to figure it out. And it was our a picture of me and my ex, but her face was blurred out, and everybody spit it on the, on, on the internet. It was like, what the fuck? He did not. I was like, I did. So when I put it out, I'll figure it out. I let people know, like, yo, I'm be honest. I got fucking played. And I hated to admit it, bro. As a man, pride, I could not say I got fucking cheated on, lied to, and they used me for everything, and I'm broke now. Yeah. I couldn't admit it, bro. When, she, when they, I went through that, I literally sat in an apartment with no electricity. I had, no, I had no means to leave the house for three weeks, wasn't making money. My family had to come. You know, they were like, what's good, homeboy? Even my homeboys are sitting there like, homeboy. Like, I'm like, nope, mm -mm, I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. And they finally <laughs> get on my phone, Nashville's on my phone a day later. And they're like, I don't know if you know this, but if you pursue this, your life would change, I promise you. I end up on the phone with the right people. Poof from Kiss FM hits me up. Me, it starts talking to me and Chris about getting 
together with certain people. They hooked me up with somebody in Nashville. Before you know it, here we are. I'll give you the, the long version. Ten months later, man, I'm truly blessed. And I wake up every day, and I worry about uh, – I, I talk to God first. I will check on my kids, and then I do my music. And then that, that's kind of the gist of it. I mean, you know, and I keep it real, everybody. I'm not a saint. I like to drink. I smoke. You know what I'm saying? I don't do anything else, man. I finally let everything go, and I think that's why I'm finally getting what I need, you know, finally. And I remember um, – actually, I had a conversation with Tiny B. She right. told me you were in the studio. Uh, I guess she was doing a country record for her grandpa, too. Yeah. I think so she called me. She was yeah. like, yo, I need help. And then D called me, a D Tattoo man, her manager. He's the one that does a lot of my ink. He was like, yo, you know, she wants this. I said, cool, I got her. So I went in there and I vocally produced her record for her grandfather. And it was a country record. And what was crazy is at that time, I remember being like, damn. I, and so my ex that I was with hated country music. And that was what's weird because growing up in Texas, like, if it goes from Mike Jones to Luke Holmes, nobody's tripping. Like, yeah. that's yeah, what, yeah. The, you know, if we, that's what we're drinking to outside. That's just how it goes. The cowboy boots and like bikes, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, we ride bikes and it is what it is. So it's like weird to explain to people, but so I could never get into that vibe. But then when I find it, started finding myself with this music shit, oof, we started putting Spanish and country music, man. I, I feel like I have no boundaries in music, bro. I love making it. So <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, um, when you had mentioned, you know, how this past year has gone, like, firstly, let me say, like, great job pushing through the pain because, you know, yeah, sure. not a lot of people can do that. Mm -hmm. So we need to recognize that first. But secondly, um, you know, music now is extremely blended, you know, right. like hip hop with country. Like, you know, we saw Jay-Z get with Linkin Park back in the day. Correct. And now we're seeing a lot of country music move into the pop genre. So seeing you hop on that, I feel like you have no limits and no boundaries to what facts. you can do with music, especially on TikTok. No facts. Over yeah, facts. a thousand, at least 10,000 songs are released today something like that it's got to be so many people on it billions of people yeah so i'm glad you took that wave and wrote on it and it's been successful for you bro have you uh have you received any negativity to kind of make the switch you know from doing this country vibe yes and no it's a long story but um put it this way negativity is needed to show people you know like yo because what it put it this way once a group of people are part of something and somebody bucks it as a wave they want to buck with you and be like no we ride so I like to embrace comments, like people saying, you're Latino, stop singing country music. Because the moment I post those videos, you can see them. It's me talking about, like, look at this comment. You got 300,000 views on that video. You got 10,000 people in those comments talking smack, like, like, hey, it's a raza over here, homie. If anything, we started the strings of straw hats, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know, so, but even if, like, not being funny, like, people even tell me on my lives, it's a thing with me. They're like, oh, can we block him? Can we block him? The haters, right? And I finally did it. For, like, months, I was like, I was like, no, because... I never know. I might write their favorite song in two months. Yeah. And then we good from there. You know, I'm willing to go through that. Mm. It happened literally on my life last night or two nights ago. And he was just like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm with this. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, it works. You know, it's like, man, just, you know, staying positive through this shit. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, Justin Bieber, the biggest artist in the world, he has the most disliked video on YouTube, baby. Mm. Hmm. Think about that. Wow. Never even thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Big ass record. Smack in the face to everybody. I'll be honest with you. I loved the song. I really did. Yeah. And then my homegirl was the main girl. I was like, or the girl I knew in L.A., Jasmine. I was like, hmm, look at little good old Justin. And then look at him now, though. He's like the king of everything, right? He's got like islands and shit. You know? But no, nah, but yeah, man, the, the change up and shit like that. And, you know, it's cool with the country shit. We're doing like a country R&B thing, a country. And plus, I talk about outlaw shit. You know, you don't really find a lot. Last time we had that was Johnny Cash. And the truth is, he never even went to prison. You know, yeah. he didn't even live it. Yeah. You know, and I hate to say it like that, but I mean, now that we're finding this new wave, prison wives, homeboys have been locked down. You can't tell a story like from outlaw shit without the real outlaws being like, that don't sound real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then, but when it sounds real, because they know 
That's how they ride. And for whatever reason, like, I hate to say it, but y'all know me. I hate a lot of shit about myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm over it, I can talk about it. And now we're here, and it's just like, hey, I talk about it in the light of, hey, man, <laughs> I'm a dad now. <laughs> I pick up the kids from school, man. I'm at a football game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, other, that other shit, man, I could tell you why not to do it, but, you know, you know, but, yeah, it's just why it's been cool. It's been a journey, and then having Chris with it. You know, Chris, Chris is a little older than me, but he's also been through the life to yeah. where we're positive people now. Like, bro, like, we don't got, we've, Chris been through probably worse shit than I have, you know? And it's just to the point where it's like, bro, you should see us on the road. It's nothing but fun, laughs, going to Nashville, 10 of us playing in a band, going to, nobody even been to Nashville, and we're playing out there. They don't even make sense like i'm a mexican dude. <laughs> i love you you know it's dope <laughs> so let, let's talk about this latest project dance with me you know you said chris detroit which we have him in the studio everybody you know, welcome chris detroit hold on let's give you give you you know give you your love too hey what's up everybody what's up y'all chris detroit soup flame we in here y'all shout out to ray ray's podcast man appreciate much love that. appreciate yeah. that appreciate that yeah so let's talk to, talk to us about uh dance with me real quick um, uh, Dance With Me is actually funny because Chris was like, yo, we just need to get in the studio. So stu- he buys studio time for like two days straight. And I'm in there working, and I shit you not, we start. And he goes, hey, bro, I got to get one in. Like, what's up? I said, I got you. And I was like, we're going to come up with a dope one. And I think we had just found the beat because the guitar intrigued us. And, and we went in there, and then off the rip, he had told me he was like, he was talking about Crown and Coke. And then I said, Jack and Coke, because my grandma likes Jack. Mm-hmm. And we kicked it off from there. We were like a dance song. And then we were like, I, it was just fun making. Because, like, I mean, we, we film them now just so people, and we go live doing them, because people don't realize the process. Like, we make these on the spot. Like, mm-hmm. we just like to create stories, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we heard the beat, and before you know it, Jack and Coke, I was like, oh, this is it. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, that's how Dance With Me started. And then the video was a background story that had to do, that happened in real life. <laughs> And uh, pretty much, long story short, we had cleared out a patio so I could dance and just back in my ignorant days at a bar. And so mm-hmm. we reenacted it in the video. Yeah, yeah shout out to uh, to yes. Elm Street Saloon. Uh, and Will Call. Will Call, J.R. Yeah. Munoz, and everybody that, that shot helped the, participate in we that We shot it here in Deep Ellum. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they shut right that down for us. It was really cool. And having girls come out from San Antonio, Dallas. Like, it's oh, been yeah. crazy. It like, the meet and greets out of town, girls are flying from other states to meet us. Like, in Tennessee, when I performed in Nashville, mm-hmm. we had Kentucky, South Carolina, uh, Dallas, San Antonio. Uh, people flying out to come watch us perform for 30 minutes. That is dope. That's dope. So Last nice. time I... Last time I checked on YouTube, the video had like over a hundred thousand. Yeah, we just put it out last month. month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On TikTok, it's like two million. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, it's like a big stream song. It's for going us. crazy. And right we wanted now. to build the Chris Detroit name, so we put the record out. It's Chris's song. Okay. We're, it's Chris's song, so it's Chris Detroit featuring Lou the singer. Okay. But yeah, he. Uh, we put it out on the Chris Detroit thing because we did Southbound on Thirty Five, and that did good for us. They were like, "Yo, what is this?" I was like, "I don't know. We're just having fun making songs." A lot of people love Southbound too. Yeah. And it happened funnier too, the same way because we're in the studio and he's like, "Yo, Southbound on 35, that's a song right there." We had read it; he had read it somewhere online, and then I was like, "Man, we went from there." But Dance with Me, all these records, man, they're just you know, we're we just have like some making new music. ones too. We these got new some, ones are crazy. We're about to. We just rented out uh, some uh, cabins at. Uh, Jellystone Jellystone Park in Burleson and the park shut down and everything so it's going to be dope and we're filming all these new videos we're shooting like five videos that's dope that's really dope that's really dope shout out to KV man shout out to KV shout out to Tom South so um, we've been mentioning about social media I want to dig deep a little social media just a little quick real quick Um, now you've been having great success on social media especially TikTok Mm -hmm. Um, when did you realize that you had something that people wanted to watch and how are you able to maintain it (sighs) To be honest with you, like, 
It's a hard question to say, answer because there's different there's different ways. It's literally a job. Like people don't understand that. But if it's like your lifestyle, like what you do, it's not a job. You know what I'm saying? Like to be honest with you, I'll be in the fucking parking lot at Starbucks and see some shit and be like, no. I'll be like, so today I was over here at Starbucks and da da da. And I tell my stories. What happened was when I got out of prison, I used to make these Snapchats before I went, but it was rants like I do on TikTok. This girl started posting me when I got out, and I was going viral. I didn't even have a TikTok account. They're like, oh, you're viral on TikTok. I'm like, I don't have one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, this girl's posting you. And I comment on there, like, on the new, my new page, and I start posting music videos. Nobody gave a shit. Like, right. I didn't oh. understand the algorithm. I didn't, you know? And so then I had posted one video about this couple I saw at a bus stop. They were, like, making out. I'm like, I, got, I, don't, I have a car, and I can't stop getting cheated on. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> so it goes boom, right? Yeah. And then we have only, like, 40,000 followers. And it, what it was is one comedy video that really spit it to, like, about, you know, some, some boom was uh, me reacting to some girl's thing talking about. So let me tell you something. If we fuck and you come and I don't, I fucked you. So don't run and tell your mans we fuck because I fucked you. <laughs> and I'm like this. I'm like, yeah. And it's like, I fucked you. And I'm like... Like, but I react to like, oh, that's crazy. And so I go to the studio and I'm in the booth 30 minutes later already, right? 500,000 views. And my boy Rich is like, hey, do you see this? Do you see it? Before you know it, I got people calling me. They're like, Louis, this is what you need to do next. I dropped the I Do It Anyway video on my, on my TikTok while it was going viral. And then I went live the whole time in the studio for six hours. By the time we got off, we were like at 100-something thousand followers. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was about eight, eight, about six, seven months ago now. You know, about to hit, we're, we're at 300,000, you know? But like, at this point, like... If you know how to utilize it, you can live off of it. I mean, it's nothing to go live and start. A, I don't like saying it because I want people just to saturate the idea. But raffles, dude, yeah. like one yeah. tumbler right there, it might, might cost you X amount of dollars to make. You get, you know, 1,200 people in your chat and do yeah. a raffle. You just made $1,500. Yeah, so my next question is, so in regards to social media, mm-hmm. right, you know, Denzel Curry had mentioned that music videos are coming a little bit outdated. Because of people's attention spans. We all know that people have a short attention span. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Where do you think the direction is going in regards to releasing music? Music's getting a little shorter. Video's getting a little shorter. In regards to where where music's going to go, where do you think, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I think classic music will live forever. So I think if you're trying to shoot in that lane, like that's cool. Honestly, I think what it is is everybody's trying to do a certain type of sound so they can blow up. We're just trying to have fun making music. And that's exactly why it's working. And I tell people all the time, like, once you know yourself as an artist, you can portray who you are as a musician. And then when they see you, they love it that much more because they realize it's the same person. You going online, the reason the attention span goes as big because they felt like they've already heard it. Because you've probably already done that cadence, the same melody, the same lyric, the same note, the same auto-tune adjustment, and you sound like everybody else, and that's cool, but people got to really do the math. That started almost 12 years ago. It's about time. That's why it's not working so much for everybody. And so the thing is, is people don't realize 12 years ago, we did have all these, all these rappers saturating the game. The thing is, we didn't have social media like this. Because if you went to festivals, everybody had a CD. Check me out. Check me out. Check me out. Check me out. That, it was still a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's what it is. But now it's on, online, right? How do you grab their attention, make it different? You should give them something different. And at this point, we're definitely something different. Yeah, like, yes, vocally, definitely. when they go on there, you hear things. And to be honest with you, and this is me looking from an out, out perspective, because I do have to do that business-wise, so I know what works, you know? They see me and expect me to rap. They see me expect Spanish music. When it is in there, they trip out of how we pushed it in, but they also don't expect country. 
Mm. And then when we sing, then the piano's involved and stuff like that. And, you know, just the stories, you know, about my dad, you know, like really going through some things, you know, my father passing, being kidnapped, like the whole thing, like, you know, letting people know. It just becomes something different. And they people hate liars, right? Mm. So they want to check. They want to know. They want to know. And the moment mm. somebody goes through something so far to go look through something, they've now wasted their time. and They don't want to look dumb. People hate that. Mm. Man, hey, I'll fuck with you. I, you checked out, homie. You know what? You got my support. I didn't need you to check out for you, homie. <laughs> I, don't need, I didn't need that, you know? But guess what? I'm never going to be a dick to nobody. And you know what? I've, I've been to prison. So if people wear certain jackets, I'd like to know before I make you a friend. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I need to know certain things about you. So if you feel like, oh, you got to look what up. Man, my paperwork's online, homeboy. Go here. Statements, everything. I have nothing to hide because I'm not doing nothing negative no more. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it's at. And, like, just, yeah, being different. And then also the visuals. Like, I guarantee you five, nine out of ten videos you go online, they got a gun in there. They got money. Dude's tatted. He's rapping. He's smoking. He got five dudes with him. They, one of them or two of them probably got a, couple, a mask or something. Their pants are all sagging. They're outside of a car or a trap. It's the same thing. Yeah. And I'm not mad at that. If yeah. that's what you live, do that shit, homeboy. But don't expect results. You know what I'm saying? In a whole, you know, like, I mean, you swimming in the ocean talking about I'm the fish. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of you. You know, that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at this point, you know, it's what, just. What we're trying to bring to the videos is a little more theatrical so we could actually keep it more, some content in there that goes with the song that's theatrical, not just, yeah. you know, and whatever us. it may be. Yeah, mm-hmm. it matches us. And matches us. us. Cause my TikToks are funny. Chris is, if you go there, he's got big head videos and like stuff. Like, we're, we're not like, Uptight dudes like, hey man, we should, y'all know what's up. Like, is it for yeah. what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if it's that, then we go from there. But we're, we don't have to do that. So like, if the ma- music matches with funny, and then it's like, oh, they singing for real, or man, he got some bars, or man, is it? That, that, are they Mexicans dancing out country? We like that shit too. Once people feel relative to something, they ride. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're just having fun, like you said. Like the videos are about, I'm about to play the cop that arrests me, and I'm like even gonna be clowning myself. Like I got like a mustache on, like a wig, and I'm gonna stop him. And be like, hold on. The little one's mugging me. <laughs> What's up, tattoos? You think you're a badass or what? You're going to jail, boy. Like, you know, just <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the little one's mugging I'm not mugging you. Yes, you are, boy. Just sitting with a donut, just... You go to jail, you go to jail, but you look good and some shit. Just dumb shit, you know? But I think at that point, like, you know, like... Because it jumps right up. Mad 1990, your boy kid. You know, it's like so much energy. We want to keep that, you know? Yeah. Because everybody's ready to see a strap and everything. Like, you and I are the only one with a gun. It's annoying. <laughs> All right, so since Louis, like I said, you probably tired for the most appearances of Ray's podcast. You already know what's coming next. It's time for Slow Down. We just want to get to know you. Uh, this is where we kind of ask you some random questions, you know, about you. You know, kind of get, get to know you on a personal level, a little bit, a little deeper. You know, we, we're gonna get to know that. Oh, don't do it like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. A little deeper. <laughs> Quiet storm. But anyways, got, got to mention the slowdown segment is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. If you think you know your lyrics, you know, '90s, 2000s hip hop and R&B, or '90s R&B, or any other dishes of Lyrically Correct, go to lyricallycorrect.com, put in their promo code Ray Ray, and save 20% on your copy of Lyrically Correct. Cool. Let's jump okay. off this slowdown segment. All right. Since you know you're doing the country records and stuff now, top three favorite country records right now. Uh, right and dead are out right now. In or general, period. favorite. Period. Oh that's man, that's too hard. That's too big of a broad. But I will give you some good ones right now. Um, damn, you're gonna put me on spiders and be like, what about this one? Uh, for sure, Morgan Wallen's uh, "Don't Think Jesus Done It That Way." That one was like one of the most touching songs to me. Um, I would say let's throw one in the back just for old school takes. Um, oh man, for sure, um, Garth Brooks "Thunder Rose." Um, let's do something. 
Man, and I'll give you two more just to go over old school and to go some new school. I love Luke Combs and I love uh, I love uh, I love uh, Cody Johnson. Kojo's like my shit. And then also I love Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll's dope. But I also Travis Travis Tritt, Randy Travis, some like you know mm. deeper than the holler type old school, old school country. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. when it felt Tim McGraw, back when it felt good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So man, you know you know we know this because you know we we know you like I said about a decade. You know you've had your troubles. Right. You've been able to bounce back from them. Mm-hmm. What advice would you tell someone that's been in the situations you've been in, how to get through it and how to get over it and how to even not even be in those situations? Man, to be honest with you, I'm going to say like this, not everybody's lucky. I was lucky and I was blessed because everybody around me, I look up now with the success going on, you know, like just really like going on. I look up and like I love these guys, you know what I'm saying? But like 12 years ago, when it's 14 years ago, when it started, none of these guys are here. They're dead or in prison or they're not the homie no more. But I'm thankful that God's put me in this situation because I'm not lucky. And not everybody's lucky as me to meet someone like Chris Scan and really go and everybody still be around years later and then we're 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 rocking, you know, a right way. The truth is, is we don't want to hear it and we don't want to fucking admit it. The moment you let that shit go, and you know what I mean, you have to really let go. You gotta it ain't it ain't you gotta prove this to nobody. You and God. You're gonna sit down, he's gonna humble you. When you're ready to let go and let God, he will be good if you let him be. But you have to let him be. But he will not be unless you allow it. How do you allow it? You have to let go, bro. You can't, God will not hold you in his hand while you hold something that he does not agree with. That's him holding that. If he don't agree with that, why would he hold you? Mm-hmm. He's going to tell you, let go of that first. Once I recognize my son again, we're going to go, I'm never going to leave you. But I can't guide you yet because you're not ready to listen. Yeah. They have to be ready to let it go, bro. And the moment you do, you might struggle for a little bit, but you got to keep it real. You can't go put in 10 years, 15 years of badass work and expect 10 days of good positivity to change your life. And then complain about it and go back to the old shit. Man, man up. Be a real gangster because ain't shit hood about that shit. Yeah. You know, your kids just living that same shit. That what you want? Is that what you want? Like, that's the truth. Do you want that? And I don't. So that's what it's, where it's at, man. It's like, you really got to let go. And boy, that's it. Like, you got to be honest with yourself. You got to put action behind words. Every day. You can say, I'm going to do this or make this change. But if, like, it's like saying you want to go lose weight, but yeah. you don't go to the gym and work out. Exactly. How the fuck are you going to lose the weight? Yeah. Bro, I wake up. up and die, you know? I wake up sometimes pissed off. I don't know why. Just with mal- malice feeling. I have to pray every morning on my way to get coffee. I tell them straight up, like, Lord, I don't know what it is today. I need help. Like, I don't know. I can't do it by myself. You know, he didn't find me to a prison cell. When I got out, I still didn't listen, you yeah. know, and it's sad. But now that I am, it's like, it's kind of weird. I don't even really, nothing that I'm like, uh, like just in some like hand-me-downs. But, bro, like I'm just comfortable being me, man. Yeah. And it's just a better feeling. And then it'll make you feel better. You ain't got to, homeboys, you got to listen. You ain't got to walk around with the thing on your chest no more. Like, hey, man, I'm this. Because at the end of the day, I know it's a defense mechanism. But you ain't got to defend yourself everywhere if you're doing it right. Assist. Mm. And then if you are doing right and they go wrong, God got you. If not, well, then guess what? You get to see him. I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts, bro. Facts. Amen. What do you think is something that uh, people misunderstand about you? Uh, damn. A lot. <laughs> because, I mean, I've had my past, and then now whenever, uh, you know, um, I, now that I've changed it up, People don't really realize, like, it's one thing to hear things and one thing to live through it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I went through a lot very young. 
And so when I reacted, I said, man, I was at, let's keep it real, I was outside a district fighting all the damn time, uh, getting booked for events. I'm on a flyer. Guess what? Ben's booking me a month later. And everybody, the whole staff is like, what the fuck? Ben's like, that's the homie. And I'm like, everybody's, I'm, I'm show up the next week, 10 motherfuckers with me, and they're all like, God, Louis here again. That's just what it was. That's interview, He'll tell you at interviews at my birthday party, I'm in the, by a mic. In, in whose who's office was that? ASAP from K104 uh, in ASAP's office. I decked home, I knocked home, he cleared his homie straight out, bro. That was just it. I was just belligerently dumb, just always just tripping. Why they, why, why I did all that dumb shit, I don't know. But the truth is, is at one point when people saw that, and now they're looking at you know this, people don't realize what that was. That, that the truth is, is I grew up different. I went to 12 high schools. I was locked up for the first time at 14 as an adult. First time at 17 for a storm car on drugs. See, look, people that have even known me don't even really like, they're like, the thing is I went through a lot of things, but I didn't talk about them. So whenever I was out and about and I acted a certain way, people are like, oh, he's not this guy. Nah, y'all tripping, I'm tripping. Like, that's where we're at. And then it's like, oh, those are why he hangs out with eight dudes that don't do music. What are you talking about? Of course. So then now that I'm moving a certain way and trying to like preach this, the thing that they misunderstand is like, what's the gimmick? What's going on? Like, you know, and I'm, I'm not mad at it. If anything, it like makes you want to stick around. Stick around, prove me, prove me wrong. Five years in, you might be like, no, you know what? I fuck with dude. He, he did it right, you know? I did 10, 15 years of fucking showing people the, the bad side of things, you know? I've got to do that or more to show them a good side, you know? And I, I'm not mad at that. People always just misconstrue it all the time, though. Yeah. Well, I have another question for you. Yeah. You know, you said people misunderstand you for those negative connotations. And, you know, that can get people down. But what's something that makes you feel like your best self and motivates you to put you in a positive space? Uh, seeing the love online. Seeing the, the positive feedback from the music, like not only from women, but from guys. And, you know, just, just the, like, the love from the music. Just like once I feel that, it's like, this is who I am. I sing my songs. I sing my life. Like, if you like that, you like who I am. It's like, it makes me feel good. People are always, oh, why are you always on TikTok Live? Because they're nice to me. Like, they like me. They, they treat me nice. They're like, oh, my favorite guy. And I'm like, fucking me. I'm like, I let them know. I'm like, y'all know I'm 5'5", five five, right? And they're like, well, we don't give a fuck. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> strangers. Short strangers kings. can be nice, nicer to you on the internet than your own people. Oh, yes. Yes. It's sad because, you know, they don't want to admit that you came from where they came from. You just play the cards different. And that's mm-hmm. the honest truth. You know what I'm saying? And some of us do get a lucky hand. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. What was it again? My bad. Oh, no, just what makes you feel like yeah, your best self. And, right. you know, did the, you said the music and going live on TikTok. So. Yeah. And telling the stories about the songs because it makes them relate. And then that way, like the dude last night, we went to a knockout sports bar in Fort Worth. There was four people there, dude, maybe five. <laughs> and this guy, we thought he was going to fight me. I was like, oh, here we go. He went to move the sticks, but he looked and uh, I, I was like, oh, that's not mine. So he went to move them, but he looks at me and I'm like, oh, he's on some like, you're going to make me move your shit. And I was like, you good? what's up, bro? He goes, don't I know you? Again, I came from something else. I said, I don't know why, what's up? What, what, you, what you need? He was like, TikTok. I said, <laughs> <laughs> Scan goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> Scan was already behind. He a big dude. So he's like, man, just let me know. You know, I'm like, no, nah, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm tripping. Like, I'm trying not to go to jail. We got shit to do tomorrow in the next couple of days. So he goes down through there. He cries multiple times. He said, when Sending Me Back came out, bro, and you were talking about going back to prison and you were crying, damn near like tearing up, and people know like, man, I know I'm doing great, but I'm about to go back to prison. I fucked up. He uh, attached to the song. We, meeting a, a dude like that, what I'm getting at, 
now I'm public. He didn't even know I was from Fort Worth. How crazy is that? Yeah. You know, that's how big it's getting to the point where like we're getting messages and like screenshots. Like I'll post on my story and like a girl was like this morning was like my brother messaged me. He was like, I didn't know you like Louis the Singer. She's like, yeah. I didn't know you listened to him. He was like, I love all that music. Like, what is all, like, I love it, man. It's to the point where it's like, bro, what the hell, fool? Like, I'm literally, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think this shirt was four bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. It's just life is good in a, in a better way. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing all the love is cool. So speaking of um, all that music, you know, genres, you're, you're multiple genres of music right now. Mm-hmm. If you could go number one in any specific genre, what would it be? My own. Watch this. So, and we might, and hopefully it'll already happen by November, but it's going to be filmed for sure. So we're going to be, because Tim McGraw and Nelly did country and hip-hop stations first. I'm going to be the, me and Chris actually, are going to be the first Latinos to ever have the same song on a country and hip-hop station in the same cities. And it's going to start in Wichita Falls. They're mm. going to start spinning dance with me. And the same Outlaw station, and it's the hip-hop station, right? Mm. Where the first Latinos to ever be stuck in both genres. And, you know, Houston radios picked me up because iHeart from Nick Russo and all mm. them, like, got behind everything when they heard the One More record, which is a Spanish, you know, country. And, uh, yeah, so mm. I would love for one of those, for that song to go boom. Yeah. And then people be like, yo, it's because what we're getting now is country R&B. I love that she brought up the country pop thing. It's such a big thing, right? Yeah. One dude broke it down and everybody was like, that's what it is. I get it. He goes, Louie, when you do it, it's not country pop. It's like country R&B. It's a little different. And I'm like, I'll take that. I like, let's run with that. I did R&B music, though, for like yeah, 14 yeah. years. Yeah. So, you know, like doing this transition to country, a lot of it bleeds into it. And I love it, you know. So, yes, to, to go number one, if possible, how dope would that be yeah. 15 years from now? And in the country R&B genre, da-da-da-da-da, how dope would it be to be one of the first guys that started that genre? You know what I'm saying? A Latino at that. Facts. That sounds dope. That sounds dope. So I've uh, got a little bit of a random question here. This is kind of falling back to social media, TikTok especially. There's a, ra- there's a random question that's going around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a random question that's going around, and I want to ask you this too, okay? <laughs> so would you rather have $250 in food stamps or dinner with <laughs> Bow Wow? <laughs> Oh, man, shout out to Bow Wow, but I might have to get the food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Bow Wow, wow, yippee yo, I'm paid. <laughs> Where are my groceries at? <laughs> nah, for sure. Uh, I love Bow Wow, I really yeah. do, but uh, I feel like I'll run into him on a spirit flight somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I still fly spirits, my bad. <laughs> oh, my God. He's good. I swear I'm going to get that one thing. Who is he? Who is he? Some TikTok guy? He's like, I'm like, I don't know, but we about the same height. You better not talk shit. <laughs> I feel like just some people don't know how to let go of their fame or like right. let go of like they had their time and their yeah. era and he's just one of those people who hasn't bowed out gracefully so. oh he was yeah and then not even that like like did y'all see the video when he crossed on the street he's like they don't even know what's me yeah that was corny like, and not that even that so it's corny. like bro like I don't think they gave a fuck. Like, I, like Mike was my shit. You don't understand. Like, yeah. I fuck. If I saw Bad Boy, I'd be like, bro, can I get a pick? That's me being one thousand. Yeah. Am I gonna like pass up two hundred fifty dollars food stamps? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's one hundred and twenty-five dollars cash in the hood. Yeah, for real. It would be a different answer if it was two hundred and fifty in food stamps and dinner with Jay Z. Oh, me and Jay Z finna go down through there. Exactly. Hey, Jigga, let me show you this shit. You ain't gonna be fucking with it. I promise you, people gonna love it. And you gonna sign me every sign of Mexican? Would you do? Anyway, I'm talking. To you. Check it out, man. Me and, me and Jigga going through the house. How's Yonce? Can I call it that? My bad. <laughs> Alright facts fam Appreciate you pulling up on us yes, Also sir. shout out Christy Troy Thank you for pulling up with us bam, uh, bam. Your photographer man 
and Much appreciate love. you coming out too. Uh, real quick, you know, we always like to end this interview with this question. What do you want people to take away from this interview? Man, that anybody and anybody can pick up their phone, make a TikTok, and change their lives if they do it the right way. And moni not monetize it just through TikTok. Monetize it through any way, merchandise, um, um, uh, uh, do raffles, do certain things, man. This, this is a free game, man, because low-key, like, nobody gave me this. Like, we all think, I'll be honest, I, you know, I hustled a different way, and I just put it into this. So, you know, I would say literally, like, if I hit restart a couple years ago, I was in a prison cell a couple years ago, right? And this is where we at now. Like, we on the road. We got budgets now. Like, we're going to play songs that people want to hear. Like, it almost, like, I be getting nervous going there and be like, they sh you should have, they, they asked about us. I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, we on the way, you know? So it's like, stay humble through it, man, because low-key, like, if you just be yourself, it makes this shit funner, dog. Like, you're in a car with your homeboys, and before you know it, you're in Houston clowning each other already. We're already there. Or we're in Nashville already. We're in Albuquerque. Like, we've, like I've, been, I've been thankful enough to do meet and greets in other cities, like, we're at least nine cities in the last four months. If I can do that shit, bro, and still be a father, man, get up, man. Change it up, man. Let's change up this generational curses, man. When they see Mexicanos tatted up like this, yeah, maybe we've been through some shit, but it's not about what we've been through. It's about what we're about to be, go through, you know, about what we can make for ourselves. And I feel like if, you know, if, I, if they see me, bro, they're going to yeah. be like, you know what? I've been through more shit than homie. That's okay. Man, bounce back harder than man. Make the system say, damn, we were wrong, you know? Yeah. Effects, man. Like, he appreciates you for pulling up, man. Yeah, yeah, Again, thank you, Chris Detroit. Man, yes, you know, it's yes. always love when you come in. I guess you got we gotta have you break the record now. You know, many times yeah. Ray Ray's podcast record. <laughs> now you got me feeling like Bow Wow when he went on 106. He's like, oh, I'm the king of this shit. Yeah, well, it's gone just like you. That's fucked up. All right, hey, cut that out, please, because they're gonna be like, this nigga hates Bow Wow. No, I do I love him. I really do. It's just comedy. I'm sorry. All right, you know, Ray, you know, appreciate y'all. Allison, appreciate y'all. Uh, you know, we you know we gotta shout out our sponsor real quick. Shout out to Elite Pro Power Washing. If you need any power washing needs from cleaning your sidewalk, your chimneys, graffiti off or something, got them hoodlums out there tagging your stuff, go to EliteProWashing.com. Tell them Ray Ray's Podcast sent you. I promise they're going to take care of you. Ask for Austin. Tell them Ray from Ray Ray's Podcast. Hey, you know, you the man, all right? Also, make sure you check out our video, Lyrically Correct Fridays. Check out Louie. See if he's lyrically correct. Yeah. Then, you know, see if you, you, know, you can beat Louie. You know, go LyricallyRock.com. Get the 20% off code, promo code Ray Ray. So let's wrap it up. You know, we all have to say the positive words. Tell yourself, I will boss up physically. I will boss up, I will boss up mentally. I will boss up spiritually. And I will boss up financially. Yeah. Invest in yourself. It's your boy Ray. And Ray. And Allison. Ray Ray's podcast. We out. Hey, get money all day. Get money all day.